much. Um, let's all get started, and thank you very much for being here. Um, how many of you are businesses that are pre-certified as a qualified business in Denver's Enterprise Zone? Anyone? Okay. And how many have participated in Denver's Business Investment Program? How many of you have participated in that? How many just feel like you're in the zone? Um, being in the zone, the Urban Dictionary defines that as a state of mind uh, where a person or a machine is, is performing at peak or optimal performance. And the Enterprise Zone Program and the Business Investment Program are all about being in the zone. Um, these are businesses that are taking the optimal advantage to improve their productivity, to improve their uh, customer service, their profitability, and their product excellence. The first program that I'm going to talk to you about is Denver's Enterprise Zone. Um, Denver's Enterprise Zone is one of 18 zones in the state of Colorado where uh, businesses are encouraged to locate in those areas that are economically distressed. And as you can see, there are three criteria that that area have to meet in order to be considered an economically distressed area and in order to be designated as an enterprise zone. The per capita income needs to be less than, uh, it has to be 75% less than the state average. Uh, the unemployment rate needs to be greater than 25% of the state average. And the population growth rate needs to be 25% or less of the state average. Why is it a good idea to have an enterprise zone? As you can see, there's a whole list of benefits um, that have been realized through this program. These are statewide. Uh, the Colorado program in 2015, these are just um, some of the benefits that were realized in the program. So a huge investment, $2 billion in business personal property, capital equipment, furniture, fixtures, and equipment, inventory. Um, 34,000 employees trained. 3,500 new jobs created. This is just in 2015. Um, I like the last one, $2.4 million invested to revitalize vacant buildings or to rehab the buildings, and that's pretty exciting. Here's a list of all the incentives that are available to businesses that are located within the enterprise zone. Um, there's the investment tax, tax credit just for the business personal property investment. It's a 3% credit. If you need to buy vehicles that you use for your business, there's a commercial vehicle investment credit. Uh, the job training tax credit. New employees, even if you have employees that are involved in agricultural business, uh, there's $500 per new job. Health insurance sponsorship by the employer, there's credits for that. And research and development, and that's probably a big area where we need to see a lot more um, investment is in research and development. And then the final one, the vacant building rehab credit, which is 25% of the hard cost, the construction costs, um, can be taken as a credit. And I am going to show you a video about the Enterprise Zone. It goes really fast, which is why I wanted to just cover a few of the highlights first. Throughout Colorado, there are 20 designated areas for commercial development called Enterprise Zones. 
The Denver Enterprise Zone covers the industrial and commercial heart of the city with boundaries newly approved by the state. Denver's Enterprise Zone is administered by the Denver Office of Economic Development. In 2014, OED helped businesses claim more than $8.2 million in tax credits through this program. OED played a very important role in the startup of Great Divide Brewing. The Enterprise Zone includes Denver neighborhoods with a high unemployment rate, low per capita income, and other benchmarks from census data. To help build up these underserved areas, a wide range of tax credits are available for companies, small or large, that create jobs and do businesses within the boundaries of the Denver Enterprise Zone. Opening a business inside the Enterprise Zone can literally mean thousands of dollars that you can reinvest in your company. There are 10 different categories of tax credits and exemptions available to you. Categories include investments you make in your business such as equipment, computers, furniture, or vehicles which are used exclusively in the zone for at least one year. So as a startup where you're always cash constrained, that is a huge boon for us because we can purchase equipment and not be paying that extra tax and uh, that frees up cash for us to operate. You can earn tax credits for creating jobs, for training your staff, and for covering employees on your employee's health plan. Manufacturing operations can earn tax exemptions or credits and you can earn tax credits for remodeling an older building that has been vacant for two or more years. As you can see, you can qualify for a number of these simultaneously. With these incentives, start your business or expand it in the Denver Enterprise Zone. If you're already doing business, you may qualify now for thousands in tax credits depending on your location. There are roughly 7,000 businesses that are in the Denver Enterprise Zone today. Um, we think that many of these businesses are not aware of the fact that they are in an Enterprise Zone. Um, only about 1,000 businesses that were eligible to claim a tax credit last year did so. That means about one in seven businesses is actually um, benefiting from the program at this point, and we would like to see that number increase. And if you're interested in accessing the tax credits and the other programming, you do have to pre-certify for that programming. It's a very simple process. You do it online, very quick form. You receive a document back that you then provide to your accountant, and it's a very seamless, simple process. The Denver Enterprise Zone rewards you for investing in your company and for investing in your local community, particularly where the need for jobs and commercial projects is high. Get started today in identifying and claiming the tax credits that are waiting for you in the Denver Enterprise Zone. Your next steps include reviewing your pre-certification at advancedcolorado.com easy or contacting OED's Enterprise Zone Administrator at 720-913-1999. Talk to your tax advisor as well. You worked hard to build your business, and now it's time to enjoy some of the benefits you've earned. Learn more about the Denver Enterprise Zone today. Go to denvergov.org slash enterprise zone. I get so excited watching that video and I look at the visuals so much and all the cool things that they're manufacturing that I don't even listen to what they're saying. So that's why <laughs> I thought it was good to just um, cover uh, ahead of time some of those tax credits, but now you've had it reinforced a couple of times. So um, let's play with 
Jesse, if you could please put that back to the uh, full screen. Thank you. And then uh, go to that link. Thanks so much. So we're going to play around with the Enterprise Zone map, which um, you will have the link um, in your materials there in your handouts. And, oops. <laughs> so the, um, the interactive map that's available on the state of Colorado's website, it's for the entire state of Colorado, but the cool thing about the map is you can just type in an address. Somebody give me an address, please, that we'll have Jesse type in um, to see where you can see it says find address or place. Somebody give me an address and we'll see if it's in the enterprise zone. Who's got an address? Okay, Montbello. Do you have anything more specific, like the street address? Yeah, Ironton and uh, Joliet. Ironton and Joliet. Should we see if that works? In the search bar? In the find address or place, yes. The search box. And that's why it's always important to check this map, because there are changes from time yeah. to time. I think we need, it's 10777, correct? All right. So you see, it just, it's really, we're, we're zoomed in really close, but you can see that it's pink, and you can also see the message. And the message says this address is within the Denver County Enterprise Zone. Does someone else have another address? Yeah, can we try 3952 Walnut? 3952 Walnut. What do you think? Pretty good, huh? <laughs> so this is a, a really important tool. And um, Jesse, you can go ahead and put us back to the PowerPoint presentation. And something that you heard in the YouTube video, and this is extremely important, is to make sure that you go to the Colorado Enterprise Zone website and pre-certify. Um, even if you don't think you're going to use it, it's kind of like getting the express toll pass if you're going to travel on the toll road. Um, just get that express toll pass. Even if you don't think you're going to use it, someday you might want to use it, and you'll have that uh, toll pass available. So pre-certify each year. Um, there's no cost or obligation to pre-certify. And then there's a, a link there, which will also be in your materials. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about um, Denver's business investment program, which I think the best thing about that program is you don't have to be within an enterprise zone. Eligible businesses that qualify for the tax credit, um, they can be anywhere within the city and county of Denver. Obviously, this is a program that uh, encourages businesses to invest in job creation and also in uh, capital investment. It is a business personal property tax credit, and some of you may recall, if you live in Denver, back in 2012, there was Measure 2A, which was um, a ballot measure for residents to vote on, and it was called service enhancements. So we were able to extend the hours of the library, um, we were able to eliminate a lot of the furloughs that city employees had. We were able to uh, extend hours at parks and that sort of thing. And 
this was something that was done for the businesses. So there were a lot of enhancements for the residents of the city, but um, we also felt it was important to do something for the businesses in our community, and that's how the Business Personal Property Tax Credit Program, also known as the Business Investment Program, was formed. Um, we will, the program is set to sunset um, at the end of 2016 for investments made in 2016. However, we are uh, hoping to ask City Council if, if they will consider reauthorizing the program. It's awarded annually to businesses that um, make any investment in job creation, they add employees, or they make an investment in furniture, fixture, and equipment, or inventory. The credit equals the general fund portion, and I almost said just the general fund portion, but the general fund portion, currently the, the mill levy is 78, 78 mills. Um, that goes for Denver Public Schools, urban, urban drainage and flood control, uh, paying off bonds, and the general fund portion is 11 mills, which is actually probably the biggest chunk of that 78. The other ones are a little bit smaller. So. If a business invests a million dollars over four years as they take that tax credit, all, that, all the time that equipment is depreciating, but even with that depreciated equipment, um, they can still realize a $12,000 tax credit over four years. And for a smaller business, this is what's so cool about this program, it, it can be a business of any size, um, a business that invests $34,000 could see almost a $400 tax credit over four years. So who's all participating in this program? Um, these are the four, well, there are four criteria, but you only have to meet one of them. And this is where it's really good to see that you could be a business of any size and you can still be eligible for this program. If a business makes a million dollar investment, that's one of the criteria. Um, if they increase their investment from the previous year by 10%, if they increase the number of their employees by 10 over a 12-month average from the previous year, and if they increase their employment, or I should say or, if they increase uh, their employment by 10% as compared with their previous year 12-month average. I don't expect you to be able to see everything on that chart, but what I want to demonstrate to you is this is all the different types of businesses that are participating in this program. It's very diverse. Um, the biggest chunks are from the manufacturing, retail, and the accommodation and food services. So I just kind of called a couple of those out. But of the 71 businesses that have participated in this program over the last three years, they come from all these different um, areas of the industry. And this is based on the NAICS codes. As you can see, of these 71 companies, it's pretty evenly distributed with regard to size, which is a cool thing about this program, too. Um, 25 are small companies, 24 are medium, and 22 are large, so that's pretty evenly distributed. Now, here's something I'm just going to show you this. Um, it's very small. Uh, 1 to 30. So a small company would be considered 1 to 30. Medium would be 31 to 100, large would be 101 plus. So this, again, I don't expect you to see everything on this graph here, but the point, uh, the point of this is just to show that you just saw that how manufacturing was like 20% of that pool of businesses. 20% um, were, were made up of the manufacturing sector. 
And so on the purple line, that's the level of their investment over the last three years. And they've made a huge investment. You might expect that because manufacturing is very capital intensive. So you'd expect to see a lot of dollars invested in capital equipment. But then if you look at the next person on the bar, that's actually um, management of companies or enterprises. And they had a pretty huge capital investment and yet they were a pretty small group. They're kind of more labor intensive, so I was rather, so there's really no correlation is what I'm trying to say. There's no causal relationship. The important thing is that businesses are making these investments and they're, they're huge. Um, accommodation and food services was 11% of that composition of types of industries. And their capital investment, which is the gold bar, was pretty high and the retail trade was as well. The types of investment that they're making is, again, very evenly distributed. It's primarily 53% in the capital equipment invest investment, but 47% then in your job creation investment. And I have an example here, but I, I thought if, if folks don't mind, I'll, um, I'd like to mention JK Concepts. <laughs> um, in 2016, they added, I'm sorry, 2014, they added six employees and they invested about $190,000 in business personal property. The assessed value, because remember, there's the actual investment and then there's the assessed value, so that's reduced to like 29% of that. So the actual assessed value was $55,000. Well, their tax bill would have been $4,300. But as a result of the business investment program, they actually had a tax credit of $625. Now that $625 might sound small, but when you think about the total tax bill being $4,300, $625 is a nice little chunk of change to save. Um, looking at Epic Brewing, in 2014, Epic Brewing added seven employees. They made an investment of $318,000 in business personal property. The assessed value was $92,000. So their total tax bill would have been about $7,200, but because they took the 11 mills, or what you would do, you would take $7,200 times 0 .011331, which is the general fund portion, um, their tax bill was only about a thousand, I mean, I'm sorry, the credit was a thousand dollars. So again, thousand dollars may not sound like much, but when your total tax bill is $7,200 and there's a thousand dollars you don't have to pay, that's a nice, nice little chunk of change there. But there's plenty of examples too on the website too. So you can see how over the um, four years, how you can take that credit and it can make a big difference in the pocketbook and the bottom line. So why have a business investment program? Well, there's certainly, you might think that there may not have been very many benefits to the city itself, but there certainly is. A lot of people tend to think that when there's a tax credit program, there's a, there's a uh, on the other side, there's probably a decline in revenue. Well, we've actually seen an increase in investment, and I, I have one slide that I forgot to leave out, but the slide shows just the huge amount of investment that's been made by businesses. So even though there's a tax credit, there's still an increase in, the business investment, so the schools are benefiting because um, we're still collecting all those other taxes that are part of that 79 or 78 mills. Um, so the schools are benefiting because there's greater revenue from that greater investment. And overall, there's it's sort of like the 
um, the rising tide floats all boats. Um, it's geographically neutral, which as you recall when we were talking about the Denver Enterprise Zone, those are restricted to zones within the city and county of Denver. The business investment program, it's geographically neutral. So you don't have to be within an enterprise zone to take advantage of the program. As you witnessed, um, it's proportionally beneficial to companies of all sizes. So you may not have a million dollars to invest in your business personal property, but you could have 10% over the previous year that you can invest. So based on either an absolute number or a percentage, you can either increase your employees by 10% um, or you can um, add 100 employees. So it's beneficial to businesses of all sizes. And it's a complementary tool to the state enterprise program. Um, it addresses job creation, but it does also address the business investment. So it's a good complementary tool to the state enterprise program. The applications for the business investment program, which I have applications back there on the table, and of course you can go to this website and you can also get the um, electronic version and you can fill out, it's a fillable PDF, you can fill out the program. Those are due August 1st of 2016, and that would be for investments that were made in 2015. So it's kind of a goofy little system, but this is how the tax system works. Let's say you submit your application by August 1st of 2016, you've listed all your investments or your job creation that you've done in 2015, um, you submit it, the Office of Economic Development and the Treasurer's Office review it, they verify it with the occupational privilege tax that you pay, um, they verify it with those numbers with regard to your job creation. The Assessor's Office also looks at the declaration that you turn in on your business personal property. Um, the declaration, that, the asset declaration that you turn in, they also compare that with your application. And then if the business is deemed eligible, um, we let them know that they're eligible for the tax credit. So then when you get your tax bill in 2017, because you may be aware that you have probably a good four months or so, three or four months, where you can dispute your tax if you want. By the time you, um, it's time to pay your tax bill, that would be in early 2017. So in early 2017, that's when you would see your tax credit for the investments that were made in 2015. Seems like a long time to wait, but it's worth it. Um, so yeah, make sure you get to that website and uh, take a look at the application. The, we also have an email address. You can contact me directly at this email address, but we also have another um, email address if you want to ask questions or get more information about the business investment program or even the state enterprise program. I can assist with that or I can refer you to our administrator with OED. Um, it's investindenver at denvergov.org. And at this point, I'd like to um, invite people to ask questions or comment. Um, and I'd like you to use this microphone up here so that everyone could hear you. Is there anyone that has any questions or comments regarding the program? Okay, would you mind coming up to the microphone? What is the significance of the four-year agreement? I noticed on one of the slides it said a four-year agreement. Is it only for four years? Yes, well, as your property, um, as, the, as the equipment depreciates, um, that is captured 
over those four years. Um, I don't have a direct answer to that, but I will get one. Um, so is it on hand if your business is located in an enterprise zone, uh, can you only take advantage of that program for four years and then that benefit ends, or is it ongoing past four years? In the state enterprise zone, I'm not sure, and I'll find out okay. and get back to you. Um, within the, the business investment program, it's a credit that can be taken over the four years. And then you're done. And then you're done, unless you make another investment. So there is, you may already have applied for the business investment program. You may already have a contract with the city and county of Denver. You may already be taking that tax credit each year over the four-year period. But let's say you get, um, you, you, you find a new market and you have to, substantially expand your business. And so again, if you meet one of those criteria where you're adding either 10 employees or 10% more employees, or you make a million dollar investment or a 10% investment in business personal property, it's gotta be brand new. It can't be the used equipment. It can't be the equipment from the previous year that you would have, um, that made you eligible for the program. It's gotta be a brand new investment. So then you can apply again. Other questions? Comments? I was going to invite if, um, if Jeff from JK Concepts, if you had anything that you would like to add about the program, if you wouldn't mind going to the microphone, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Okay, I, I guess uh, my role in the company isn't really in this avenue, which Joanne and I dialogued a little bit. Uh, Marge, handle, my, my owner, handles most of this. I'm learning it right now, so I know bits and pieces. Um, I know uh, we do uh, take advantage of, of some of the uh, aspects of the enterprise zone, especially the, the job training, uh, keeping track of hours. We can lose a lot of time with employees having downtime, uh, learning aspects of their job, just even the higher on initial training of an employee. So all of that, I think you were yeah, on, on the one of the slides that said there's an $1,100 credit per person maximum. I think you can get on, on hours, but we do record our hours, not just for those employees, but the trainers as well. Um, it, it is an investment. Um, uh, I know our company in general, has grown year to year. I know. I don't know how long Marge has been taking advantage of the uh, the Enterprise Zone uh, credit. Um, one year, so far. One year. One year. She will. Well, be. in in the new building. And oh, it, okay. It did help us. Uh, uh, I know Dawn Dawn stepped up here earlier. She she was a realtor to help us get into the new building. I know Marge has jumped from Denver Inter Enterprise Zone to Denver Enterprise Zone. Uh, as, as she's developed, she's looked outside, but it's always been an attractor for her to be able to get uh, the, the, the tax credit break to help uh, develop employees to, to uh, uh, invest into the capital assets. Um, I know she had an initial question about the 3%. Uh, maybe that's something we dialogue about later because, again, I was worried about muddling up here since I'm not horribly clear on everything. I'm still learning everything as well. Um, my, my aspect, again, the job training, I've, I've been keeping track of that portion. I've, I've filled out uh, the, the applications. Uh, not, uh, we've got information from the accountant, but uh, being from my role as a general manager and stuff like that, I'm, I, I guess 
it's not a hard application to fill out and it, it is worthwhile. I, I mean, uh, like you were saying, having a surplus when you don't have to pay a tax bill is, I mean, it's money in your pocket. So um, uh, I know we had participated in the health sponsored, uh, the health credit, but I think that only runs for two years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, and there's other avenues of uh, commercial vehicles uh, we want to look into. I don't think we've taken advantage of that, but uh, I guess I'll touch basis with you guys later on that. But uh, um, I don't know, what, what else did you want to No, great. Thank, <laughs> thank you for your testimony, right? <laughs> well, are there any other questions or comments or anything that anyone who's participated in the program would like to share? Well, good. Well, thank you very much for being here today. And contact information is there. Um, I really want to drive you to the website. I know we put a lot of paper materials out there. But I really want you to go to the website because there are so many resources. Um, the denvergov.org slash OED. There's just a lot of resources for starting up a business. And also, of course, be sure to go to the Colorado State Enterprise Zone website and you'll find a number of resources there. And I want to um, just thank you all again for being here today.